Conversations with Dr. Brenda begins its new season on Mondays at 10 a.m. On this episode of Conversations with Dr. Brenda, a conversation with Diane Wilder. Now here's Dr. Brenda. Welcome, welcome to Conversations with Dr. Brenda Goudeau. I am so blessed that you are joining me today. And I'm thrilled to introduce to some and present to others a dear daughter of mine that I uh, love so very much. And she is a part of uh, our conversation today. She is our conversation today. Her name is Diane Wilder. Welcome, Diane. Diane Wilder. Hello. Been a blessing to our ministry for many years. And uh, I'm just, I think I can kind of remember one of the first times I met her, I believe it was in the South Campus. Mm-hmm. And she came and visited and told us how, uh, I forgot how she came to the church, but I was just thrilled. Uh, she just jumped right in and she is a very intricate part of how holding pastor in my hands up to make a difference. And so we're glad to have a conversation. We got history, Diane. We got history. We got things that we can share with others and that others can be blessed by our time together. So welcome, Diane. Welcome. Thank you, Mom, for allowing me today. Um, I really feel honored just to be in the presence with you um, in a conversation. So love you much and you know that. I do know that. And I remember all the different times you've you know, try to take me out and just bless me and really good. You know, some of them places I don't need to be eating all that, but <laughs> we've had some good time. And you do, you you pour your love and that love came from somewhere. So we want to talk about, you know, uh, a little bit about yourself. Can you take some time and take your time and tell us about Diane and how you came to be a part of Calvary or just some of your history, where you're born, where you're from. Well, I um, was, uh, as you know, my name is Diane Wilder. I was born in Los Angeles, uh, raised in Oakland. My mother and father separated when I was young. Uh, So we moved to Oakland and that's where I was actually raised at. Met my husband, which uh, has passed away 16 years ago. Uh, We were married 26 years before he passed away. I have two children, a son and a daughter. Um, I have three grandkids and three great-grandchildren. So um, anyway, I came to Calvary after my husband passed away. I lived in Stockton at the time because um, that's where he had was working. I moved from Oakland to Stockton and um, I watched Pastor on TV. And before I moved to Sacramento, I had been a member of my previous church for 18 years. So um, I watched pastor and I needed something different. My pastor had gotten, uh, you know, a little bit elderly um, or seasoned, I guess I should say. And, you know, I needed something different. I I just needed more, more excitement. um, I think more, you know, just to to encourage me more. That's what I needed. Mm-hmm. And so I watched Pastor on TV. I came to the South Campus, um, right. and about probably about the second or third time I I, I joined um, because I'm not a church hopper, so I went from that church to this one, and right. I've been here 
North Campus um, because I just was mesmerized, I think, by when I come to the North Campus. Um, I'd sit in the audience and, you know, just because I came from a little Baptist church, you know what I mean? So okay. this a lot of difference for me. So anyway, mm-hmm. I, um, and then, yeah, I did. I got involved. I, I started. I didn't know how to join anything. Um, okay, right. You hadn't been needing to. You've been yeah. part of that years. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I joined the mm-hmm. choir um, back when, way back when Fred Hammond came. That's <laughs> that was a long time ago. Yeah, the bookstore. I worked at the bookstore, and um, and then um, I don't know. I got I got connected um, to you to the Godot family. I actually got connected to the family, okay. and. Um, I came to you um, because my mother had, you know, had said I was like at church all the time. So I, I just said I needed to step down from something because my grandson okay. said to me, you know, mom, why is mother always sleep? And I'm like, what? You know, so anyway, I stayed. I started paying more attention to her. Right. Um, that year was actually the year that she passed away. So I was glad that I, I went. I came to you and asked you, you know, you know, and you said my family was my first ministry. So mm-hmm. I stayed with, with my mom. Actually, I got hired here just right. prior to mom passing mm-hmm. away. So I I looked at it as God was really setting me up to have something to do because mm-hmm. she, she lived with me. My mother had okay. lived with me, believe it or not, my whole marriage. She lived with me the whole really? 20 years. Wow. Never got in my business. People don't believe that, but she never, and she was always on his side anyway, you know? <laughs> right, right. They do that. <laughs> so well, here I am. I've been here since 2013 working. 2013. Yeah, I kind of remember. I think you came and you um, uh, you, you just started volunteering. You started mm-hmm. volunteering mm-hmm. Uh, for the staff and helping us out. And I don't think it was long at all before opening mm-hmm. came. Came right. open and you step right in and have been truly a blessing in so many areas. You know, not only the job that you do for us uh, uh, in finance and ca- and accounting, but um, all the women events. You're just, you know, you, you just get involved and you just make things happen. You just are, uh, as you say, kind of behind the scenes, but you're. Mm-hmm. No, but I tell you, ministry is no joke, Diane. And I just so thankful to have you on the team uh, since tw- 2013. Because um, you, when you jump in, you also jump into some of the different types of, you know, criticisms or attacks mm-hmm. or the different mm-hmm. things that come with it. So I love everybody that love us because y'all have had to go through something just like we go through. To just to make things happen, and and that when you said you got mesmerized, kind of when you saw the north, you know, all that comes with, you know, <laughs> kind of different things for us mm-hmm. to be still doing what we do, but we love what we do. We love the beautiful people God sends us, and we're so glad that you wasn't no church hopper because you would have no, hopped. <laughs> you would have hopped by now. <laughs> Because it's real, it's real, but God is so good. So, yes, uh, so it's just like kind of when you say you came from Los Angeles to Oakland. So how how many years did you live in Oakland? 
Before uh, you I grew up in Oakland. I from a child, uh, probably nine or ten years old till I moved from Oakland when I met uh, Sid. My husband and my uh, sister-in-law were friends. We worked together. That's how I met him. Okay. And he lived um, in Stockton because he had already moved from Oakland to Stockton. Okay. And so I didn't move till. Oh God, I was in my twenties when I moved to Stockton from Oakland. Oh, okay. I graduated from Oakland High, so I live right in that area, East Fourteenth, you know, around in by Highland Hospital. That's where I lived. Okay, all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, I came from Michigan to mm-hmm. Oakland. My mm-hmm. whole family came in on that with that uh, wood grain station wagon. <laughs> brought up. <laughs> It was seven kids at the time and mom and dad and we came cross country to Oakland and that's where we were. And I was only like four. And then I left when I was like almost 14, 13 or 14, mm. came to Sacramento. So we got a little similar there that Oakland. Mm-hmm. So you, said you were around uh, Highland. I went, I went to church and God in Christ. I went to Elder Webb's church when I was a teenager. Down in Oakland? Mm-hmm. In Oakland, okay. Roswell, yeah. Yeah. Well, I went to Ephesians. I don't know if you heard of Ephesians. Mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was Church of God in Christ as well. And um, so we loved uh, EE Cleveland. And I was I grew up with Tremaine. You know, we mm-hmm. went to ch- children's ministry together and uh, all the Ernestine Reams. Just uh, mm-hmm. yes, I was at her wedding and being a part of their life and before we came to Sacramento. So, just a lot of um, wonderful things that God has done, you know, just being involved in different church, different church backgrounds and different uh, ministries. So that's kind of how we kind of have some similarities. We lived, you know, pastor talks about it real bad, how uh, that we moved so much. He said we were gypsies. So, <laughs> so, uh, we lived in uh, on 11th street in Oakland. And that's West Oakland. Yeah, I lived in West Oakland in the beginning, down by Defermery Park. (laughs) Wow, okay. I lived on uh, 8th, 8th Street. Oh, wow, okay. So we lived on 11th Street. Mm -hmm. So that's not too far. And then from there, it looks like we might have moved to uh, Hayward. Hayward for a while. And then Hayward, we came back to uh, East 14th. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, 71st Street in East o- East Oakland. Mm-hmm. I went to Lockwood mm-hmm. and Elementary, and uh, then from there we went to I went to Woodrow Wilson. So I ended up in North on Genoa oh. Street, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, North Oakland. So we we moved quite a bit before moving to Sacramento and and uh, several places in Sacramento. So pastor talked about it real bad about moving all the time, but we've got a little history. As you grow up, you find out you got to pay the rent to stay in mm-hmm. certain places. So <laughs> a lot going on. We didn't know about his kids, but mm-hmm. uh, God is good and he took care of us. So, but I just love your spirit um, to serve and what God put in you through your time uh, in, in the different churches. So where do you feel like you got some of that? Um, you know, said you served your mom, you were, your mom was living with you. Uh, I know how much you love your mom. I mean, you talk about her so much and, you know, I remember her beautiful smile and, and uh, she's an awesome woman. Um, 
Where do you think you got some of the, that servanthood from? You know what? Um, I don't know. <laughs> because um, I, I don't know. I just think that I, I like to be treat people the way I want to be treated. Now, I know sometimes, like I say, my facial expressions. Yeah, we're working so, on that. We're working on that. Could you yeah, I'm working on it. There you go. I'm working. I'm still a work in progress. No, you're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But um, to I don't know. I I really don't. I'm always I, I'm I'm a giver. That's I guess that's the best way I can say that. I'm a giver, and I do know that givers don't think like takers, and takers don't think like givers. So mm -hmm. I am truly a giver. I will give you the shirt off of my back. I, that's to mm -hmm. the, the extent that I would go, mm -hmm. um, but, 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 <laughs> okay. But mm -hmm. if you really hurt me, mm -hmm. um, and I have been hurt, mm -hmm. I could probably drop you like a hot potato. Really? Okay. Okay. We having a conversation now. So we're talking about <laughs> that. Uh, um, well, I don't know. I, I Even with that given heart, you know, I've been around. We've been around each other for many years, and we've all been hurt in different areas. But your love is so strong, Diane. I, you know, you could probably drop like a hot potato, but but love love won't let you to, you know, it may, you know, it's one thing to, you know, if the hot potato has got to be, you know, it's got to be some distance, okay? You're going to you love people right. from distance, okay? You love with a long, long handle spoon. That's but it. I was about yeah. to say that, mm -hmm. right? Because you love. I, I won't probably allow you to do me that same mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and I mean, I could still talk to you and you know communicate with you. I just won't let you allow you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well. Well, you have to be wise, you know, there's, uh, it ain't in the Bible, but it talks about if a snake bites you, you know, shame on me if you bite me once, but right. <laughs> shame on them if they bite me once, but shame on me if you bite me again. Okay, like I said, that ain't in scripture, but I'm sure we can find something, you know. No, but, but it also said to guard your heart, though. Oh, for sure. Oh, definitely. Right. Well, I'll so, go with that one. <laughs> well, like you said, you treat people the way you want them to treat you. But unfortunately, everybody's not going to treat us, you know, because most people and we, we know hurting people hurt other people. Right. So that's what helps me get through. That's how I can be in ministry, uh, pastoring for 41 years and married for 48 years. It's just, you know, you can get hurt along the way. But you got to realize when somebody's trying to hurt you or if they purposely do it and, you know, you just got to, you know, love. Love is so big. We talked about this a little bit before the broadcast. Love mm -hmm. is so big and God is love and God is in us. So there's something that helps us, compels us to just look. Jesus was such a great example. And when he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. They know not what they do. And there's something that we have to hold on to that because we got to shut down our heads because our head said they know exactly what they did. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know? And then you want to look at it from that flesh standpoint. And and if you go that way, you're going to, you know, not be walking in love because it'll cause you to just keep things in front of you.
But love believes all things. Love hopes all things. Love uh, endures all things. And and love is a big word, huh? Right. It is. It is. Mm -hmm. It is. I just I I think um, to me, my my thought on it is it's easier to love than not to. Yeah. Because you have to really fight to not, you know what I mean? It's easier to, mm -hmm. to just give and do. I, I, I think sometimes that's how, I, I mean, that's how I feel. It is just easier than to, um, to be all stressed out. You know what I mean? It's just easy to let it go, you know, love and, and move on. You know, you just, you don't have to stay in that place. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to love, you know, but like you say, you need to go with the easy road, see, because mm -hmm. the easy road is who you are. You're mm -hmm. born of God. You know, he that knoweth not, he that loveth not, knoweth not God because God is love. So there's a love that God gives us that is just, it's, it's huge. And so it's easy for us to walk in that love. It's harder for us to walk in and hate mm -hmm. because it does mess mm -hmm. with us. It messes with us physically, mentally, you know, it messes with our, our, our personality, you know, our, our continents, you know, it, it just is not easy. It's easier mm -hmm. just to just, you know, just say, you know what, Lord, that's your problem. That's your child, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm going to keep doing what I'm called to do so that I can get through this journey and help the people along the way and not let other people mess up what you started mm -hmm. in me. And uh, and we that's who we're made in. We're made in his image and his likeness. And that's Amen. what I see in you. And that's what I see in you. You are a giver. So, you know, anytime uh, something like that happens, that's how we have to look at it is hurting people hurt others. Why, why would they try to hurt me is because they're hurting. And this is some kind of way that that may, maybe make them think they feel better. But they're it doesn't make them feel any better. They just. They're just hurting. And we just try to ask God to help us if they're in our life for whatever reason uh, to just be able to show his love and his love never fails. And I have to work my way through things. I, I do that. I, I work my way through. Mm -hmm. I may not have a resolution right then, but I work my way through. Yeah. You know? Right. And that's where David told us, uh, my word have I hid in my heart. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I don't sin against you. You know, his word comes available. And I know people don't like to talk to me sometimes because I always got a word for you. But that is my life. That's how we that's how we live. That's how we make it through life. We have to apply the word. So I hide the word. And, you know, my one of my favorite scriptures is Psalms 119, 165. It says, great peace have they that love thy law. And nothing shall offend them. Great peace. Because I love thy law. Because his law is my medicine. His law is my pathway. His word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my pathway. And it's the same for you. So that's how I get through some of the different things. Without the word, I would I would probably hurt somebody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm a sweet, I'm a sweet where everybody knows I'm sweet. But, uh, you know, we all got that side that, that could could look ugly. But that is not easy for us. That's that's that other nature that we don't have anymore. So that's why we work at it. Like you said, we work at it. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So um, 
So you got children and and we talked a little bit about our moms that are both uh, in heaven right now. And uh, you were blessed to have your mother into your 60s. Mm-hmm. Wow. She's been dead like seven years. Oh, seven years. See, And so uh, I was only like 42 when my mother passed. Mm-hmm. So um, it was difficult, but I think... Um, when I look at it, I'm so glad that I had her as long as I did because my mother was trying to check out long before, you know, we released her uh, to go. And, um, you know, she she had a little, you know, she was only 69 when she passed. So that's right around, mm-hmm. right around our age, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's way, way too young, especially the, the uh, good woman she was. So I had to know the Lord and help, you know, and pray. You know, how does a good person like my mom. I mean, she, from my understanding, I'm never, you know, she never smoked. She never drank. She never cursed. You know, she never did anything that, you know, that I knew that was out other than just doing too much and not taking care of herself, having nine children and um, not knowing, you know, maybe having the funds to, to be able to get the help that she needed or to take the time. So, um, uh, but I loved her and and she loved me and she loved the Lord. She loved the word. So I have to release you know, that I know that, you know, my way of helping me get through it, because I say she was she lived to her 60. She lived into her 70th year because I always thought, you know, coming up, you know, if they live to be 70, those were the years that God promised. And and I didn't want her to be short of the years, at least that uh, Mm -hmm. that the Lord promised her. So, um, so when she passed, you know, a few months from there, she would have been uh, 70, but um, way too young, especially now that we (laughs) right there on the brink. Now we know that we don't look to no 70 to be ready to check out. You know, we, we know that we can live long life, long life then, was basically to seven. That's how mm-hmm. our mindset kind of was. And mm-hmm. so your mother lived many years. How, how old was 95. she? She was 95. She was 95, still n- took no medication, still walked up and down mm-hmm. the stairs. Um, mm-hmm. But the, the word you used that I stayed with me just a minute ago was released. You released yeah. her. And that is very mm-hmm. important. You have to have to release. Um, you don't know that until you've been that route. You know what I mean? Right. I had to release my mother. Um, and I knew she was holding on for me. I'm the youngest girl. Okay. And I um, have one younger brother, but I'm the youngest girl. And mm-hmm. my old one of my older sisters told me during the time well, after my mom passed that my mother would always tell her that she was going to, she was always worried about me because mm-hmm. once she left, I would be alone because she lived with me. Living okay. me through my husband passing away and in mm-hmm. the whole bit. So her concern was always about me leaving me alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My children mm-hmm. are grown. Right. Um, if I got grandkids and great grandkids, you know they old. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but my daughter lives right around the corner from me. I could walk to her house in 15 mm-hmm. minutes, you know, mm-hmm. walking. Right. Um, probably two minutes driving, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's uh, she keeps in contact with me. My son is the oldest and he um he lives now in El Grove. He was still in Stockton for a long while, but he's in El Grove now. So mm-hmm. they're both with her. She just wants me to stay right by her. 
you know. Okay. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So you got a beautiful, yeah. So they got that love for you that you have for your mom. And uh, we talked about a little bit about how you don't know some of the things that they're going. So she wanted to stay here to make sure you were okay. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and so until you released her, you know, mm -hmm. but yeah, when they go through different challenges <clears throat> in their bodies, you know, and you know that God's been good to them. I tell the story how my mom would go to the doctor and the doctor would look at her, look at her chart. He's like, Willie Mae, you still here? <laughs> you know, because <laughs> they gave up on her, you know, so we mm -hmm. prayed and, and kept her, but uh, she chose when she was ready. And, and of course we were, we had to go ahead and release her, but I was telling you a little bit about her, her story where um, at 21, her mother passed mm -hmm. and uh, it was such a tragic uh, way and such a tragic way. You know, we're just finding out, I'm jumping just a little bit. We're just finding out what happened in 1920, uh, 1921, you know, the whole black wall street thing and, mm -hmm. and a whole lot of history that, not a people just didn't talk about. And so my mm -hmm. mother, my dad was born in 1921. And so my mother, they were kind of in that kind of stage of, you know, they didn't talk a lot about different things. So we, you know, if you don't dig in to get certain kind of history, you just don't know. And mm -hmm. um, so that was very enlightening for me. I don't know if you knew about it before. I did not. I, I didn't even hear about that in school. So I was like, wow. You didn't hear it in school, yeah. you know? And so it, it was a, uh, uh, but then it's, and a lot of them didn't talk about it because they just, some things they didn't talk about, but it's really. A lot, they did. That generation mom didn't talk about a lot. Exactly. Like right now, when I call um, the bank and they say, well, what is your mother's maiden name? You know, mm -hmm. well, look at here. I said, okay, it's Broadway <laughs> or Harris. <laughs> gave me oh. two. She never explained. And so I don't know which one I gave you. <laughs> mm -hmm. A lot of stuff they took to the grave. My mother didn't tell mm -hmm. us a lot. You know, yeah. so they, they kept a lot of um, mm -hmm. now. My, like I said, my older sister, she knows a lot because she's mm -hmm. eight. So she's older than me, but mm -hmm. she be telling me different things, you know, because for a long time, I thought my mother because, you know, during that generation, they did the censors as the birthdays. Oh, OK. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so when my mother was in her, well, I thought she was in her 80s. Mm -hmm. And so I'm telling my, you know, I'm talk, talking to my sister. She goes. How is mother in her 80s? You and your you and your 60s <laughs> the youngest. You know what I mean? There's, there's five above you. How, mm. She had to have time to get a baby. You know what I mean? She's just telling me that. So I'm thinking, oh my God. You know, mm -hmm. I all my kids, mother's really, you know, and she's really, you know, not in her 80s, she's in her mm -hmm. 90s, you know. Mm. I didn't know that. She didn't wow. never tell me. She just said, Diane, you talk too much. She always used to tell me that you talk too much. But <laughs> When I would go now, when I started taking her to the doctors, I had mm -hmm. to because they're looking at her charts, and I'm telling you that she missed that 10 year cycle. Wow. You know, when they do, they only count it every 10 years. Mm. So she was born in leap year 1929. 1929. So she was, you know, born on a leap year. She didn't, they didn't count her. So they kept saying she was in her 80s. Well, we could do surgery because she, no, 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 no. She in her 90s. So I had to, even with Social Security, you know, they had the wrong dates. You know how they had the wrong dates. But that that 10 year cycle when they would just only count, because, you know, they had their names in the Bible. You know what I mean? That was their birthday. You know wow. 
yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. we got some history. That was, uh, at the end of her time, mm -hmm. I had to really you know, tell the doctors, no, she's really, you know, because mm -hmm. I'm at this point, I'm like I said, in my early 60s, mm -hmm. I got a sister that's 80. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The one that's 80 now is one over her, you know, wow. but you know, she's, the oldest is over in her 80s. And how are you going to tell my mama age? She can't be. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. that's true. Wow. Wow. So those are the kind of things that they were really kind of silent about and and so so i didn't know you know that in my mother again i'm telling you my mother never told us uh how her mother died at 21. uh she got married in 19 to my dad and and her mother died at 20 when she was 21 and so mm -hmm. it's in her her mother had um her mother had several uh, friends, or, or I should say, because all my aunts, my mother and my two aunts all had different fathers. Mm -hmm. so, and so my mother's um, dad is Will. It was Will, uh, Will Dow, from what I understand. And so he is, and she's named Willie Mae after her dad. Mm. But as my aunt told the story, her dad is the one who killed her mother. And it was just, it, I could see where it's just too hard for her to talk about it. And mm -hmm. so my mother never, ever let that come out of her mouth. We as kids, all of us grown, you know, going on about our lives. But it's to me, it's it's history. It's something. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but, you know, dad, dad was trying to be a little tough, but I think he knew he better not mess with Willie Mae because mm -hmm. she might have a little blood in it from Will. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah. So, anyway, but well, I'm I'm a a, a product of that. My my mother have um, I have I talk about my sisters, mm -hmm. um, but the only mother father together is me and my younger brother. Okay. My other sisters have different fathers than me. They my mother had them when she was back in Louisiana. She mm -hmm. left three children there to come to California to do better for her. Mm -hmm. um, my dad was probably her last husband and my daddy okay. was, was a rolling stone. I'll say it like that. Okay. Los Angeles. Okay. I was kind of glad I wasn't in Los Angeles. Cause I said, I may date my brother and don't know it. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. You know, and then my, when my dad got sick, um, my dad always liked younger women. So me and him kind of sometimes clash because I, you know, I'm looking at you like, like, you know what I mean? I got a daughter, you, you know, mm -hmm. um, but as it turned out, my daddy always said, well, I got 21 kids. Well, that's not, and I said, that's not cute. You, you know what I mean? It's not cute. But as it turned out, one of them young women sent him to my house. He actually came um, during my husband time was alive. He sent, he got a, a bus here. I guess she must have sent him on the bus, mm -hmm. and he went to um, the cab. Took him to Del Monte, which is where my husband worked mm -hmm. in Stockton. It was a plant in Stockton, mm -hmm. and so the secretary called my husband and said, "You're this guy here. Say he's your father-in-law." This is before my husband even had left home to go to work. And sure enough, it was. Well, my mother and my dad really didn't get along. So I had an older brother that I had to have him to stay at my house because I didn't want 
mama to kill him. You know what I mean? I just okay. did. Mm. You, you know what I mean? Mm. Daddy said, oh, woman, you need to fix my plate. Now, I'm not your woman. You know what I mean? <laughs> mama was like that. You know what I mean? Here yeah. you are. And then had other women. That's mm -hmm. why she wasn't with you in the first place. And then you're going to come and act like nothing ever yeah. happened. So right. it was hard. It was hard on me. My daddy loves sweets, and you know I make cake. So if I made a cake, mm -hmm. Mama would say, "Oh, you like your dad?" You know, I'm like, "Oh Lord!" Mm -hmm. uh, I had to have my brother to come and and stay while I be going to work. You know what I mean? Because it was it was really hard on me. Mama mm -hmm. had, you know, I, so I found out. I maybe that's a way I found out because I found out that my mom had harbored all of that in her heart with mm -hmm. him for years. Wow! And I mean years. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I think that's how I learned how to not hold on to nothing, mm -hmm. nothing better in me, mm -hmm. let it go. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I, I work my way through it and I let it go. That's good. Because I saw her hold on all mm -hmm. them years, 40 years of pain that mm -hmm. she held on to for him. Wow. wow. You know what I mean? And then he come and he act like he don't even, woman, what you talking about? It's like he don't even know what you, so I learned then that you you know what what a person do to you? You hold on to it. They don't even know what they done. Exactly. They don't even know. Mm -hmm. You know, he was like, "What are you? You know, woman." Mm -hmm. He said, "This woman, what you talking about?" Wow. You right. know, and she held on to all that pain for forty mm -hmm. years, and I think that's probably what I don't I don't let nothing mm -hmm. fester in me because I, you know, what I know at age you. Mm, exactly. You know? And that's what I was kind of bringing it up from our mothers. We learn what to do and we mm -hmm. learn what not to do. You know, they taught us a lot of good things and they told us what to put up with and what not to put up with. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we were uh, very blessed uh, to have them. So you said your mother's born 1929 my brother's mm -hmm. born 1925. Mm -hmm. So, uh, she would have lived a long, longer life. She would have been, you know, but around that time, you know, there was a lot of questions. They just didn't do a lot of talking. So, you know, we have to, you know, share with our children and, and talk with them certain things, you know, that I'm sure we have some things that they don't need to hear, you know, some things, but, but hopefully we're a little more open in some, certain areas. We got to, we got to help this generation. We got to help the children. We got to really help them get closer to, to God and understand who God is and how he's kept us and that we can be mothers and we can be grandmothers and we can be great grandmothers that we're still here to be able to do that. And uh, it's only because of the love of God that is uh, in our hearts. We all got history. We all got things that have gone on in our, in our lives. But God has been good to us and and we're here to continue to make a difference. So, you know, our theme at Calvary is everybody gives, everybody serves, everybody loves and everybody honors. And as Pastor always said, if we get all those three things or four things down, continually give, continually serve, love and honor. It'll keep our hearts right. You know, it'll keep us healthy, you know, and, and not holding on to bitterness because things can definitely get under our skin if we allow them to, mm -hmm. but oh, God loves us. So we're kind of coming to the close, Miss Diane. This has really <laughs> been, <laughs> really been good. I, again, I thank God for bringing you uh, our way and allowing you to be able to spend this time with me. Your love is so big and I, I haven't been able to express, you know, how much I appreciate uh, what you've given to me and pastors supporting us and loving us and, 
and, um, and, and praying for us and just being there to understand all through the different things that we go through as a ministry, because it is no, it is no joke, but God is so good. And we see all the good things along with the things that will try to, uh, you know, defeat us, but with God, you know, we always triumph in Christ. And, um, so it's because of faithful people like yourself that are not church hoppers. Right. Right. You might hop from the north to the south or south right. to the north, but that's okay. That's well, I live in the north now, so I don't go to the south often. Right, right, right. So that worked out really good. Mm -hmm. So as we're closing, Diane, what, what would you like to leave with our audience? What would you like to pass on to those that are listening today? Don't hold on to grudges. Mm -hmm. Don't don't let that fester in you. Um, I can tell a personal story that would approved for me. Um, uh, as I said, I was married for 26 years. My husband wasn't the most faithful person, but I stayed. Mm -hmm. um, and because uh, I felt like I'm, I, I know once the house get broken up, when the man leaves, it's always your mama want, your mama need, your mama called me. You know, you forget that his is his. Mm -hmm. So I felt like um, I asked everything I wanted to acts. Mm -hmm. And I drove around, screamed and hollered. I think I, I say I healed me, but I know with God, because at the time, again, I was at my Baptist church and my pastor, oh, Sister Wilder, you just need to bring him to church. You know, that's all he could tell me. And that wasn't good enough for me. It just wasn't at the time. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. um, and so I felt like I didn't want to live and I'm not, not racially prejudiced in any kind of way, but I just said I wasn't going to live in the apartment with the Vietnamese. That was just my statement. That was my statement. Okay. And um, so my husband was an excellent provider. And um, so I stayed, but as it turned out, and I'm not saying that this is why it happened. I don't know. I, like I said, I asked him everything I wanted to ask, but I never, ever threw it in his face again. Never, Ever. I never I wasn't one of them that, you know, every time something happened, I threw it in his face. Mm -hmm. I did it because I knew if I did that, it was going to age me. OK, if I didn't, it aged him. So, mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, because then he, he couldn't really say nothing to me or ask me what I was doing because of what he had done. You know what I mean? So he really right. couldn't, you know, and I would mm -hmm. always him you don't have to have to worry about where I'm at all you got to do is come to the church that's where I'm gonna be you know that's where I'm gonna be you know mm -hmm. it's not like I'm hopping up the bar hopping you know that you know mm -hmm. and he would just say stuff to me sometime when I'd be getting dressed for church you know uh you know but you know then I was a little more hippie than what I am now a little more you know stuff up and he laying and looking and I'm uh -oh. thinking, okay, I got to stop getting dressed in here because it's probably an ugly sight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. But as it turned out to this day, and I'm not saying it in a bragging way, mm -hmm. but to this day, he's still taking care of me. Okay. That's good. Amen. So I tell women, I just, you know, I had a conversation with a young lady last week and I just told her, if you back home with him, don't throw it in his face because then you become a nagger. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, you know, then you the one going to be looking all aged and old and, you know, mm -hmm. don't don't be looking moping around the house. Girl, look right. in the mirror. Have him to wonder what you mm -hmm. doing. 
Just you said it's the end. Okay, Ma. No, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> I don't want to go down that route, but anyway, I, mm -hmm. I, I do. That's I think that's probably where I get not holding on because mm -hmm. to me it, it 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 makes you ugly. You know what right. I mean? That's good. And easier just to let it go, you know, do mm -hmm. what you gotta do, confront it. That's what I did. You know, I mean, I, I ain't going to tell y'all. I did jump on and broke all my nails. You know, I did all of that. You know, I did. I did. Took his gun to his job and tell him I was going to shoot him and everybody else. Up in you know, I did all of that. But you did all that? I did. I took his gun to, okay. the, to his job. Mm -hmm. It was in my purse. Okay. But the Lord didn't let it. That he he didn't let you. I don't have, even know how to shoot it, Mom. That's the thing, you know. But I'm big bad, you know. Yeah, I come with my big purse and the gun. So there it is. Yeah, that's why you gotta let it go. I let it go. Yeah, that's why you let it go because you have you end up doing things that you don't, you know, you know it's out of your character. But if you let it fester, you just kind of get out of your mind. You just kind of get out of your mind. Come. Tell my kids that oops is always too late. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. That's good wisdom. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let's let's love like God gave us the ability through Jesus to love and to forgive. And and uh, but it it is easier said than done. So it like is said, easier said than done. Why I agree. says we work out our soul salvation mm -hmm. with fear and trembling. I do it. I do it because the word says it. I don't may not understand it. I may not really feel it right now, but I'm walking by faith and not by sight. And I'm all letting things go. Okay. So Let it go. Thank you. Thank you for sharing Let with go. us. I believe it's going to be a, a blessing to those that are listening. Something that they grab from this, that uh, we we're women of, of faith and we're women that love God and the Lord has blessed us to, to reach this time in our lives. And we're here to help those who are going through a different things to know how to love and let the love of God be seen in and through our lives. So thank you, Diane, for sharing your blessing. Keep being the blessing God has called you to be. And thank we you. celebrate you and love you. All right. Maybe thank you, guys. All right. For, all right. Thank you all for listening and joining uh, uh, Diane and I in our conversation. And we look forward to seeing you on next time uh, with Conversations with Dr. Brenda. Thank you again, Diane, and all you that are watching. We love you. See you next time.